Darkness, my old friend. Welcome in to the PHNX Rising post-game show. Appreciate everyone joining us because um, y'all showed up. Unlike Phoenix Rising, who unfortunately fell 1-0 to RGV. Um, RGV with a near post flick on in the 17th minute. Open up the scoring for them. Uh, really thought it was going to be a worse day for Rising because they really didn't have anything going offensively really throughout the entire first half. But there's a flicker of light in stoppage time of the first half. RGV, get a man sent off. And Rising go into the break with, hey, we have an entire second half to play up a man. You'd think that'd be good with it for this team. You'd think that'd be something that they could take advantage of. But alas, as we have seen in multiple times throughout this season, and particularly on the road, Phoenix Rising can just not get going out of the breaks. They um, you know, just didn't really have a great second half, to put it absolutely mildly, and really kind of mirrored how they performed the entire match. I am Max Simpson. I am joined by Mr. Owen Evans. Owen, other than being in... Uh, Oh, RGV, how are we doing, man? Yeah, you just summed it up. Yeah. 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 I mean, what did we just watch, man? What What the heck was that? Thank you for joining us. We'll yeah. see you on Tuesday. No. Um, <laughs> right. I think what we saw overall there was a team that, when it came down to it, were unable to work out quite how you're going to take on a team that's willing to sit deep, a team that's willing to absorb that pressure and defend in numbers and not overcommit when they do get transitional opportunities. I think we saw one pretty late on whereby you're thinking, well, if it wasn't just one guy who went up there and got forced out wide, right, he could be in trouble here. Um, You just ended up in a position whereby uh, just a lack of ideas at times it felt like. You you understood, I think, overall, like the the talent that was out there. There are ways to rationalize some of the changes that were made. When you actually mm-hmm. see it on the pitch, it just didn't work. Um, I, I think the entire game, quite frankly, RGV stifled Phoenix Rising, left them in a position where they, they couldn't really do a whole lot. Um, I think the way I described it in the first half to... Uh, some people that I was conversing with via text was it felt in a lot of ways as though Rising were poking and prodding in the first half, but they were doing it with a spoon. Um, and it's not really going to cause a whole lot of damage, probably a plastic spoon at that, if we're going to be perfectly honest. Um, they controlled the tempo of that game. They dictated the tempo completely. Yeah. It's a bad error at the back, which opens up Rising to an even more difficult challenge. We said, we said on the uh, pregame show that aired before this game, of course, on Arizona's family sports, we said on the uh, podcast on Thursday, the key for rising was going to be coming here and not having to chase the game. Now, remarkably, it actually wasn't quite as bad. Um, Weather-wise, I think, as as you'd anticipate, once the sun went down, it was reasonably pleasant because it was wind. Now the wind wasn't, Mm helpful always okay it was against rising in the second half that's not an excuse at all um there's there's no excuse quite frankly for what we witnessed there but it it was actually you know yeah you've got the wind against you but it made it a much nicer environment to play it to be honest in some ways it wasn't this like you know feeling like you're swimming as you run kind of which it can be sometimes when it's humid and hot um Listen, overall, I think what we saw from Phoenix Rising today was just a, a broadly impotent performance, as, as Gurley Pat has said in the um, 
in the chat there. They they were able again to dictate the tempo and and not feeling as though. I mean, yes, yes, RGV took away the opportunities that Trejo was getting. Mm-hmm. I understood that, right? They sit deep, so it does take away the ability for you to, to, to kind of get behind lines. But again, there's got to be a coherent... I, I don't even know if I want to say the word plan because I can't necessarily go that far and to say there isn't a plan, yeah. but it doesn't look it. It doesn't look it when we see that out on the field and... Just the the fact that they weren't putting enough balls really into dangerous places. There wasn't necessarily enough movement off the off the ball when when it was needed. Um, all of those things all come together to just a team that is dominant in terms of certain elements of the play and able to dictate the tempo and, and play as they wish to, mm-hmm. uh, but is not going to come away with a good result. No, no. Uh, I mean, right. I see, I see going in pattern here. Memphis was an anomaly. El Paso was an anomaly tonight is what rising has consistently shown us. They are, you know, it is something where we have said this, you know, often throughout the season is rising uh, tends to put in these performances where they very much struggle to get past, whether it's a low block, a medium block, or really a team that will call for what is, they're just not out in transition. Rising likes to get in a bit of those shootout type of matches. This was not one of those. This is something where, right, RGV's goal was off a corner kick. And yeah, there was a, a bit of, you know, chances here and there, but not really for them. This was mainly, hey, a team took their chance, they got it. And then it was something where, okay, they didn't park the bus per se, but they very much said, hey, now we're shifting to the defensive. That is then maximized even further when they have a man sent off. And you just see to um, the point that I was that RD made in the chat, it was almost as if they expect to win without effort because of last week's result. Whether it's for last week's result or whatever, whether you know, you're looking at a team who they're a bit lower down in the standings, at least uh, they were before tonight, it's, um, it's one where you can't write off a team like this just because they are low or anything like that. And this is not to say that the guys don't know what this game means or that they didn't want to win or anything like that. But the effort standpoint to what Artie said and to what you're saying is there weren't those runs, you know, that we were seeing in other matches where there are those runs off the ball or where there are, you know, those clinical crosses being put in. I think we have seen at times this team, if those aren't clicking early, and if it and if they don't seem invigorated by like, hey, here's a chance. Here we're getting more, we're getting some balls in, or hey, we have some nice buildup. Let's keep it going. If that's not flowing really early in the match, you just see this team maybe not be as willing to make those runs off ball or to try different ways to vary in the attack. And I think that to me is just something that it's happened too many times a season where it's, it's concerning when you face a team like this, who is willing to scrap and to get down dirty. And like, we don't care if we score a goal off a corner and that's it. That's how they won the match. They got the better result because of it. We'd be kind of new though, to, to an extent or, or should have expected perhaps RGP was going to play in this kind of a manner, especially when they take a lead early and definitely even more so when they go a man down. RGP played a game in midweek. It's not a surprise to anyone. They're going to play, Mm-hmm. A, they're going to want to take the 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 kind of approach that's going to make Rising do all the running. Um, and B, you're going to want to just... I mean, we, we know that this somewhat worked against Phoenix Rising. We know that that's the way you take Danny Trejo out of the game. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the biggest problem that Rising is going to face, um, and this is serious, is... 
they're going to have to work out what plan B is to make plan A work consistently, especially yeah. as this season gets deeper and deeper because teams know how to, to get Danny Trejo out of the game. You, you play yeah. deeper, you prevent them from being able to catch you in those kind of moments. And that's what El Paso failed to do last week. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get a result against Phoenix Rising, you're going to prevent him from being able to kind of make those those breaks. If you can find a way from Phoenix Rising's perspective now to make a plan B work, yeah. then it reopens plan A. And plan A will work against some teams anyway. It always sure. will. Um, but at the same time, look, w- Wilmer's a good coach. And yeah. he's not going to be fooled in this kind of a way. Um, you have to you have to make sure that you're executing plan B correctly. And I just don't think that's what we saw tonight at all. No, no, it was um again, it seems that way against a type of opponent like this, right? Um yeah, uh, honestly, at times, even I think, you know, RGV has had some underrated defensive play. Even, I mean, again, I know some of their score lines will beg to differ, but it's uh, it's not an easy match, especially when you come here. I think it's something we learned last year. You know, we if you didn't know last year, found out last year, found out again. Here we go. Seeing John, uh, Johnny McPee in the comments. We had moments where we played well, but sadly, this is the team where mediocrity is the norm. Damon, maybe a bit more positive is a shit night. Average play. Hopefully, we're just saving the magic well hey let's get into it right i know we talked a bit about just the flow of this game but we have the stats that really kind of tell the story a little bit further as well right one zero unfortunately rising fell in this one xg i mean this is brutal 0.38 xg for rising so it, 0.9. It, I, i'll say this now because this happens every single week it does have slightly uh-huh. revised this since okay however the broad <laughs> tail here is still accurate rising's xg is now okay. 0.45 so it is half wow okay so they're, they're now they're only half Dead on as half. bad as in XG. fact what what's okay. concerning here is that when you actually look at it rising created better chances in the first half with 0.24 compared to the second half with 0.21. In fact, RGV in the second... uh, I mean, RGV in the second half created more chances or better chances more of the same number of shots, five and five each way, in the second half than Phoenix Rising did by pretty much double in that regard as well. It was 0.41 to 0.21. That tells you something. I know people don't always like to emphasize too much on the xg and in some ways i agree on it because there are elements of it that i think get lost in the discourse around xg um often it's like the reversion to the the mean kind of idea that that will apply to everyone and everything when no not not two two finishes aren't necessarily born the same uh thanks to damon for the super chat by the way the uh if you know you know 420 okay four dollars 20 cents you know yeah. yeah love that love absolutely love that appreciate that damon uh we know we know no uh yeah man it's uh i mean even going further into the second half stats i mean here's something that i think right to your point pxg is a very misleading number at times it doesn't fully tell the story but these two stats me really stick out final third entries and this is second half only rising at 48 RGV had 31. So, okay, you think rising at the edge, whatever. Okay, cool. They're at least trying to threaten inside the box, at least moving forward a bit. Touches inside the opponent box in the second half. Phoenix rising 11, RGV 10. You're t- so, essentially, what that comes down to me is, okay, you're maybe pushing forward a bit, 
but the eye, this kind of matches the eye test. There was no threat. The fact that a team who is down a man who is already prone to bunker in just based on how they're made up as a team, they have almost as many one less touch in the in their opponent's box than rising does for the entire second half. That's insane to me. That's absolutely crazy. We're a team where oh, listen, we've seen rising come back in late in the late in these matches where okay, they've you know drawn 80th minute, even in stoppage time at times. But like, how is there not that urgency of like, okay, guys, like we're up a man, we're like it's you know. 75th, 80th, 85th, 90th minute, and they're, you just didn't see that push happen. I, I really just don't have anything to explain on this one because in other games where they've lost 1-0 or whatever, and then they, or they're 1-0 down and then they draw it up, okay, at least there's an emphasis going forward. There's a push, and it tends to match. But we just didn't see any of that this match. All right. Do you want to do you want some more stats? Okay. Please. Uh, Let's Max, I'll ask you, get, get, guess this one for me, right? Oh, Eddie Manjoma, 57 minutes. How many crosses did he put in? He's a wing-back in this, bear in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, How many crosses oh, did Eddie Manjoma put in? I did not, unless, uh, unless I freaking spaced out, I did not see that many. I'm going to go two? Zero. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's oh, that's gosh. why that one stood out, okay? Yeah. Um, I feel as though oh. that is... Uh, yeah, you know what? I tell you what, we, we we could get really negative for a while here. Max, Max, give me some ads and let's come back with some Poangera content. Come on. Well, I think the issue we is... We had the like... 420 Super Chat, so you've got a great lead in there. Come on. Oh, what a what a fantastic lead in. Yeah, no, shout out to our friends at OGs. We're going to shout out our friends at OGs. No, they are, they're a fan, fantastic time. Great people. Um, you know... Appreciate Damon again for the Super Chat 420. If you know, you know, and we already know about OGs because they're a freaking fantastic time. And, you know, because that they're rewarding our fans, they're doing something pretty darn cool. Those of you guys who have got down on OGs, you already know how amazing they are. But if you haven't tried them yet, here's an even better opportunity to do so. For the next week and a half or so through August 31st, you can save 25% on your order uh, with OGs, you. I want you guys to go to the Flower Shop online, okay? Flower Shop dispensaries, and you're going to type in the promo code PHNX, and you are going to save that money. Again, go to the Flower Shop USA.com, find a bag of the OGs, either the fruits or the creams, enter in code PHNX on your online order, and you can get 25% off a bag, man. 25% off a bag, then you just go pick it up in line at their multiple locations throughout the valley. It is fan-freaking-tastic. Shout out to friends OGs for an amazing time. And of course, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Again, hit that promo code, PHNX, limited time. Link in the show notes as well. Maybe producer Jacob will even drop it in the chat as well. Though, unfortunately, I know he's probably going to drop something else because shout out our friends at Four Peaks who have the most delicious... <clears throat> Adult beverages. When you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. Yeah, we should. You know, I think Max, you should buy everyone some Four Peaks after that. I was trying to dance to around that one as best happy. I can, and make I just knew it was going to happen. Just make the masses happy. Yeah, make the masses Rumor happy. Rumor has it, Wowzer on Max. Wowzer on Max tonight. Wow, that'd be pretty crazy. Um, yeah, shout out our friends at Four Peaks. Um, they do have the delicious beers, the wows, the kilts, the hazies, the tea shot lagers, all the amazing stuff. Um, you guys already know, man. They're they're always fueling us. Uh, rumor has it, 
There's going to be some fun updates with our friends at Four Peaks in the very, very near future, PX, PHNX related. So stay tuned there. But in the meantime, check out our friends at Four Peaks at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram and the socials. And uh, yeah, tell them what's up. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy huh, responsibly. All right. All right. right. Uh, so, I, so yeah. the reason I, I thought yeah. we should get into these and get to talking about some yeah, of these wine yeah. clips quite quickly, we've You're been right. getting uh, questions in. Or, or comments in in the chat that I think are relevant to some of the things that um that, w- that we heard actually from from or that I heard from Juan after the game today. Yeah. And so I think it's important now we, we we go on and move on and address some of those. So let's just start with oh. with Juan's overall thoughts coming off of that game. Disappointing result. I think um, RGV did whatever they had to do to to stay in the game, stay up in the game. Um, they defended very compact, very deep. Having the win against in the second half made it difficult to put in crosses and it was hard for us to find spaces between the lines. They kept a very compact block. I still think we, we needed more urgency to go forward, more urgency to throw balls in the box. Having the players that we had on the field, we should have been better going forward. And then we knew that, that we had to be very cautious in transition moments because that was the, that's what they were waiting for. We needed more. We needed more going forward. We, we didn't get it. I didn't see it tonight. Very, very disappointed. And listen, we we have to be better. It's just not good enough. Yeah, yeah, it's very very well said. Very, very well said. It was not good enough. Max, I'm uh, looking for you for a reaction because I've heard all of these before. I know. Okay. I Max is actually this is this is the fun one, right? For anyone who doesn't, doesn't know how these normally go on here, uh, effectively, yeah. I just upload them straight in. Max is oh, hearing these for the first time along with all of you guys. Uh, okay, so whatever you I get am, from Max is Max's live reaction. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, right. It's kind of what we've heard before. It's, you know, the, um, Hey, it's not good enough. We've, we've, we've heard his reaction before in these other matches where just, whether it's the effort, whether it's the finishing, whether it's the buildup. And today was honestly all, all of those, uh, it's, it's tough. It's something where, again, I keep going back to, there's not really anything you can say. You see Mike M in the chat, RGV playing their second match in four days, playing with 10 men in the final 45, nothing else you can say other than disappointing. Okay, right. So one of the other comments that's in the chat there, taking off Panos and less injured was a big mistake. Uh, that one coming in from Bandidos Bluebird. We do actually have some comments from Juan on those uh, halftime and early second half substitutions. So uh, let's have a look at the subs. Well, ha- with Trejo as a nine and, and a team that is sitting very, very deep, there's no spaces to run in behind. So we wanted to put in Manu and a guy that then if they're going to give us space in what areas, that it, that's kind of like where the space was, try to deliver balls in the box and try to have a, a, a bigger body in the box. So that was uh, that was the thought process uh, on that one. And then we have to check how, how Fede is. I don't know, he, he, he tweaked something, so we had to make an early sub. And with the other team being with 10, we utilized the moment um, to not waste another moment, so we made two subs together. Um, again, having having a left footer on the left side to put in crosses, was was the idea behind it the wind made it very very difficult but i also think we should have been better so for tonight there's no excuses yeah i mean uh listen the, the you know the any any knock with fede or anything like that that's one thing but i i still don't get that hey if you, you know if you're going to bring in artiaga for more of a target man on crosses which weren't really coming uh, i i get that like i get i get the logic from a high level I'm not sure if it matched what was actually showcasing on the pitch, but the other thing is this: I think at some point, right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna say, "Hey, we want to get bring Artiaga in the game," even if it is at halftime, that's fantastic. 
I mean, why why not maybe take out, I don't know, one of the other center mids who maybe is a bit less offensively inclined, like a Renzo Zambrano or something like that. I get he has value there, but that's maybe I, not the area that mm, he needs to be in, you know? I'd imagine in that kind of a case, it's probably because, again, Juan is perhaps a little bit less eager to tinker until much later in the game with players further yeah. back because there is a... You know, there is that threat from transitional moments. I, I do understand that there's a probably a reasonable argument as to who do you take off in that moment? Is it Panos yeah. Amanakis or is it uh, Fede Varela? And I think overall, some of the rationale, I suppose, behind that would be that, look, uh, when, when you look down at it, Fede is ultimately getting more, more of the ball in that final third. Yeah. He's completing more passes there at the same time. His passing accuracy, not amazing in the final third actually the best passing accuracy in the final third of any player was Panos Armanakis um yeah so we we should point that one out um I, I know some of the uh the comment the comments there coming in in the chat saying it should always be Fede I I don't necessarily disagree that Fede Varela was the right player to take off I th- I think I I understand after you've made that change that Fede's going to come out later because of the concern around injury and whatever fine that all happens as it happens um i will say to to rd there i think you do have to change the personnel to to actually be able to execute the difference there i don't mm-hmm. think that danny trejo can be the target nine in the way that Manu Arteaga can be um so again i understand bringing Arteaga in mm-hmm. at that point i just feel as though as as people are saying in the chat there, there were other options sure. for ways that you could have done that and the ways that you could have integrated it now just some comments on the corner that rising ultimately conceded from it's a quick one this let's just have a quick listen yeah same thing it's i don't think we're lined up uh properly i think our two sono guys are too deep there's lack of communication and a goal on a set piece on the road and then they come in and they sit that deep it becomes very, very difficult. So we put ourselves in that situation, and then it was hard for us to come out of that hole. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, yeah. the, I, I know Jake Anderson, Discount Jake, has been uh, making comments about how, okay, zonal marking in the area and, and all of that, okay, fine. But the, there's, I think, just an inherent issue with how much space was given for that header. Um, sure. I don't blame Rios Novo for in the slightest for that one. It's one of the few times that you will, you will get me to say that I am not going to blame a keeper for being beaten at his near post. Okay. You, you know, normally I'm, I'm pretty yeah. strict on that one. You get beaten yeah, you at your are. near post. I'm going to be asking are. some pretty probing questions in a case of a, a set uh, piece like that. He's got too much goal to have to defend and he absolutely. relies there on the correct defending from his teammates. That's just not what we saw out there. Um, Again, I I don't quite get how you give that much space to a guy. The header is perfect. I'll take nothing away from the goal. He gets a perfect header on that one. Um, But the fact is is that he should have been closed down uh, a lot more than he was. Uh, Yeah, it's just not great. It's not great at all. And then... I think there's one more clip that we've got, and it was Juan talking uh, about what his message is going to be going back into the locker room. This is very, very disappointing. We should have been better. We have to be better. And we're at a point in the season that, I mean, it's, 
the, 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 the table, it's, it's, it's very, very tight, especially in the West. And we have to make sure that we add all the points that we can, especially versus direct rivals at the moment. So that's, that's, that's the message. The message is clear. We have to be better. Tonight was not good enough, and we were lacking many things that, that didn't allow us to get a positive result. I will say there was a... It's not necessarily a full switch away from that because there is a lot of performance-related stuff to talk about in there, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a little bit different than some of the previous comments we've had in that it's recognizing the urgency on yeah. getting results at this stage in, in the year. Um, it, it's... It, it, look, there is not time to drop points in games like this. Um, mm. I mean, if you are going to drop points, it, it better be only be two. You can't afford to lose games against teams in this kind of position. Look at where mm. RGD in the, are in the table. You aren't yeah. able to give them three points and walk away no. with nothing from here. That's a recipe for how you drop down in that table. It's a recipe for how you ultimately crash out of the playoff places. Um, I, I mean, we can we can talk about the fact that Rising only conceded uh, one goal in there, um, but that yeah. was because RGV didn't really care about getting another one in a nope. lot of ways. They took opportunities that were handed to them, sure. Yeah. Um, or ones that weren't from, from just past the halfway line. My gosh, thank yeah. you, Post. Thank you, Post. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, it was just... It just wasn't good enough. Um, no. We could sit here and just... I, I know we, we, we've still got a we little can. bit We can't. You know, I, I, but, I, will um, say, I, well, I will say with this, producer Jacob, and I don't know how, he actually has a man of the match for us. He actually has a bit of optimism. And is it you, Max? Like is it, Max, I hear it might be you, and it might be because you were buying It's not. It's like actually Alec Thomas. Alec Thomas. Wait, whoa, is this a... Is this the PHNX Diamondback show? No, it's a listen. It's it's baseball inclined. Producer Jacob, he likes Alice Thomas. He is him apparently uh, as our man of the match. Uh, you know, fun fact: if any uh, baseball fans, apparently Alec Thomas today five for six with one double, two walks, four runs, an RBI, and a stolen base. Multiple great catches. Uh, listen, this is producer Jacob hijacking our show. Can There's we really do, not can much we can do about the, the, the debate. The Probably. D-backs have just put up four runs in the top of the seventh, um, wow. I believe. They're currently winning 8-1. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. I may yeah. be behind because I'm just looking at text updates at this point. Yeah, but- yeah it's a, it's a, listen, it's probably one of the better performances tonight <laughs> uh, when compared to one for Ryzen. Yeah. Goalie Man Pat, the only thing more boring than tonight's match, baseball. Uh, yeah, producer's uh, not going to that one up. He's producer a big Jacob baseball guy, so no, that's no, not going to happen. No, producer yeah. Jacob would never. Fage would never. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's a, it's a very tough one. Uh, for this club, right? Um, it's it's got to be a make it right. Got to be a ma- way to make it right. Way to do that. So with our friends at Circle K, baby. Friends at Circle K, they are going to make it right for you. Uh, you know, enjoying this partnership with them for quite a while now. Good time. And uh, they're rewarding us once again. Again, those of you guys, and I'll see some newer faces on here. Those who may not come around all the time. I got a deal for you. We got a deal for you. Go and get out your phone and text PHNX to 31310. Again, text PHNX to 31310. You don't get one, but you get two Polar Pops for the price of one. A buy one, get one free Polar Pop of 32 ounces. That cold, delicious, sweet, sweet nectar on a hot summer day. It's about to be fall, but it's still hot here. Again, PHNX to 31310. Super easy. Thank me later. Fantastic time. Shout out Circle K with all the snacks, the ga- the premium gas, everything like that. Good freaking time. Also, want to shout out our friends at Valley Taproom. Shout out my man Donald out there. Always hooking it up. 
did multiple watch parties up there. You already know they got the wine, they have wine slushies, they have uh, certain adult beverages. Uh, as we know, it's always a good time with our friends at Valley Tap Room. Uh, again, be on the lookout. We are going to be doing more stuff with them. Uh, you know, possibly towards the end of the season, maybe even in the off season. Rumor has it uh, might be doing a live. Uh, Max. show there a little q and a what am what am i hearing max what am i no, hearing? don't do it nope max, let's not do this no you're not hearing anything at all you're not hearing anything we're just gonna keep moving on when you're ready to say cheers don't forget max is buying beers yeah he is yeah <sighs> it just it, it doesn't get old for you does it no it doesn't no i mean granted it's it's been less than a week but uh, uh that's a. Uh, that's something. All right. Yeah. Now, shout out to friends of Valley Tap Room. Check them out in person off the 202 in Gilbert and on Instagram at Valley Tap Room. Um, yeah, man. We've, uh, you know, I think it's consensus all around. There's really nothing to pull from this game in a positive light. It's one of those where, hey, there's no really silver linings. Just kind of sucks. Really sucks, especially given the circumstances where El Paso was in the table. There's, how there's, there's, this there's match. where RGV are in the table, I believe. Sorry. Um, thank you. Oh, yeah. boy. See, that's where my head's no, at. We're um, RGV. Yes, yeah, yes, I was yes. going to say, there's currently more movement in this door behind me than there appears to be in uh, nice. Someone, in Mom, Mom, Mom McPee did ask if you're in so the let's, room right now. No, no. This is a make sure. this is a room kind of overlooking the uh, make sure. stadium over here. I can see it. Don't worry. It's just a normal nice, room. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what What do uh, we... Oh uh, yeah, to RD. That's a great quote. RD quote Waterboy. Oh no, we suck again. That's a fantastic line right there. Uh, right. No, where do we? Where do we talk about schools as they stand? Yeah, well, I was going to say, say I was going to ask where elsewhere. we go from here based on USL scores from elsewhere. Yeah, so uh, obviously there's not a huge amount in at the moment that's relevant. Um, San Antonio drew down there with Monterey Bay, which is not a great result for Rising because you'd have hoped that San Antonio probably take all three points there because yeah. you want Monterey Bay to be dropping points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know it could be worse. They could have won, but I'll pass the locomotive currently losing to India 11. Yeah. Um, San Diego beating New Mexico. I mean, those results aren't bad. Oakland drawing at halftime against Colorado Springs. Orange County are on a run right now. They're currently 1-0 up at halftime over mm. Charleston Battery. But look, uh, again, I... The thing is, we can look at the other results and say, okay, that's fine. Other teams that would need to be making ground up aren't making ground up. Yeah. But RGV are one of those teams and have made up ground here. Um, And, I mean, now what? Rising are only one point ahead of RGV? Yes, RGV have played a game more, but they're only one point ahead of them. Um, I, I feel as though the comments from people in the chat about how it'll be on the road now it's not wrong um i feel that as these games come in you're not just dealing with the fact that rising's playoff hopes kind of get a bit more concerning let's say it's not out i mean they're still sitting in they're still sitting in eighth place as it stands at the moment um but it's concerning um but it also means that though the view towards trying to get a home playoff game is and I, Goldie Man Pat, I disagree with you. It was always going to be on the road. I mean, if, if Rising had won today, you'd be looking at a team that would be what four points back again on the as it stands table, mm-hmm. um, on on a home playoff place, and that's not unassailable. But it's <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's. <laughs> 
man, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fight, right? I mean, I think it's one of those things. So we we all the rat club. I'm, disa- I'm disappointed though, Max. I'm disappointed that for man of the match, you didn't. You know, do you know who had a hundred percent pass completion today? It's me. The ball came over to the corner once, and I knocked it back to Panos. We, to I, I, we, we got, I got a hundred percent pass completion. Thank you. Someone who controls PH next underscore underscore rising Twitter couldn't have been me. Definitely couldn't have been me. You know, put a screenshot out there of uh, you. Oh, what about in the thirty-fifth minute or so on the end line taking uh, photos with real, real big? Uh, pay me like one of your French girls type vibes. Mm. But glad you got the hundred percent completion rate. That's better than a lot of rising players out there. Listen. Yeah. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a a stretch of matches. We'll say this right again. Next five matches for Phoenix Rising away to Vegas, home to Sac, home facing RGV, away to Sac Tulsa. Is gonna be difficult. And home to Detroit City. You look at that slate of matches, and again, if this match tells us anything, we can't just say, "Hey, they're below us on the table." Boom, easy win. But if you're talking about like realistic competition. You really got to pick up some major points in that five, that stretch of five games. Vegas is must win. Yes. Sacramento is a difficult game. It is. RGV home is must win. Yes. Now, um, after this result, must win. Tulsa away, you got to get a point. Yep. Detroit at home, must win. Win. Okay. So that's going to be a tough one because they were a very good defensive side. And I do fear that at times when the Rising come out and play, they may not do it. So but we'll, equally, we'll, if Rising can find the net, sure. uh, Detroit ain't finding a goal. Sir, so just, so they so are just, seriously. Yeah, this is a nice fodder to, to revisionist history look back on. But we're saying in the next five matches, we're saying need a win against Vegas. Let's just let's just call let's call what is sacks sacks hot. Let's just say loss at loss at home against. Say ten out of fifteen. That's I'm saying ten out of fifteen. That's my math. That's my math. Win against Vegas on the road. Lost second home. Win against RGV at home. Draw against Tulsa on the road, and win against Detroit at home. That's ten out of five. Okay, I'm saying ten out of fifteen. Ten points or out of fifteen. Ten out of ten out of five matches. Ten out of yeah. fifteen points. Yeah, yes. fifteen potential. Yeah, points. it's got to happen. Got to happen. Got to happen. If uh, anyone else has differing views, feel free to shout about it in the chat. Um, or tweet at Owen and both. Or, or yes. tweet at me or tweet at Max. Yeah. Tweet at no, Max. I mean, no, it's, it's, he owes you beers, but I mean, I'm, I'm seeing, no, I'm seeing I, RD, I'm seeing RD in the chat, right? Four points at the moment looks like a mound. If we can't find any consistently, I think that's honestly, the agree. Keep running into, I um, we keep on running into It's like, it's tough. Like we're asking for a draw and a point. I mean, listen, for all the talk we've said about this season, that this team has like typically doesn't put in back to back bad performances, we haven't always seen them put in back to back like great we don't performances often and results. Back to back great performances. It's tough. It's we saw a I'm string saying. of a few all right performances. We yeah, the, the Monterey yeah. Bay was a good performance. San Antonio, despite Given. the scoreline, was Given. creditable. Yes. Um, and then obviously last weekend was very good. But but you're right. I mean, it's this team struggles, and it's something that Juan has preached from day one is about consistency. But we just yeah. don't see it. We just don't see consistency week in, no. week out. Yeah. Um, and now well, it's getting into the pressure time. Now this yeah. is where the pressure starts to kick in. And you can't yeah. afford to be dropping points in games like this. You can't afford to come to RGV and fail to uh, pick up anything when they are forced to play a man down correctly. So by the way, it was a definite second yellow card. Um, there was no way at all whereby 
and again, you come in late on a plant foot, you're going to get a card um, the way that he did. So, I don't know. I mean, we're seeing 12 out of 15 next five games is the one in there. Um, yeah. I don't hate it. John McPherson it. not feeling too confident looking at the games that are left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, home record's not amazing. You're not wrong. Um, okay. But, again, I, I think, look, Sacramento's the only one that I'm going to say I'll be willing to accept they may well lose sure. that game because Sacramento, sure. I do think, are a class much like San Antonio are by and large a class above most of this conference. Sure, I accept that, but the other games are all winnable games. Um, 100%. 100%. And, I mean, yes, yes, Tulsa, Tulsa have been a very weird side. Um, again, maybe maybe you drop points in one of them, that's why I said 10 out of 15. Yeah, I. I <sighs> I look at some of the others and just think, I'm sorry, you have to beat these teams. There is no excuse. Phoenix Rising cannot, cannot go a season without beating Las Vegas Lights, given where they currently sit in the table. I think that would be a very, very serious indictment on, on, quite frankly, what this team has done over those two games. Facts, facts. And uh, now we have Devin on the chat with Inner Miami uh, penalty shootout updates. I think on that note, that's a we've we, we reached the weird hour. That's that's yeah, that's De- our Devin. Time. We don't we don't care about yeah, that's that. Right. that, that that's officially that's up. officially our cue to just uh, you we, know, we don't just, care. Get out of here. No, but uh, we you know yeah. I do want to shout out. We're at the diehards in the chat. Everyone who's joining us, especially after a um, well tough performance to put it absolutely mildly but uh no honestly i've got uh, several four letter words that could be used to describe it yes we do and it's take your choice of which one you wish to go and it's not pretty it's not polite words but no uh yeah shout out the diets in the chat always showing up whether it's the win the lose and whatever the heck this was always a good time uh right Appreciate yes, Devin is correct, by the way. Lionel Messi is the Argentinian Panos Amanakis. That's what they say. Of That's what course. they say. Um, that's what they say. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to become a diehard as well, check out phnxlocker.com. There's links in our show notes. Always a fun time. You get a free shirt upon joining. Get a free, uh, free shirt every year of your membership. 20% off events, 20% off merch, fun access to our Discord. And, uh, you know, maybe get a little shout-out for me. Maybe I'll do a... Uh, I'll do a little something, something. I don't know. Apparently, uh, people say I buy them beers, especially for diehards, which I do. Hang on, what was often. that? What was that? Oh, I, gosh. I oh no, oh no, no, no. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. It takes a while to queue up. It's okay. We can just skip on right by it. It's not happening. See, see, producer Jacob already. When already- you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. To be honest, yeah, we, I we're took, gonna take the small victories at this point because we're not we will take victories. We will take small. I thought he was gonna pass over it, or maybe he was fiddling or something. Maybe uh, maybe his his uh, toddler was crying in the background. Uh, I have no idea. Fat kid Kamita there uh, bringing it up. Uh, I believe. Yeah. So and so that's what I up the Wounds World Cup. That's what I was gonna ask. Hanging around. I mean, I'm not going to be because I, that would mean home? I don't sleep at any Is point. Is it coming tonight. home, Owen? No, I've already, I've already made a prediction, Max. If you want to hear my prediction, <laughs> as you know, stay around here on our YouTube channel. That's Go fair. have a little look around. You'll find it. I ended up with a nice 10-minute preview of Alexi Delgado looking at what we should expect coming out of these teams and just some oh. bigger talking points as things come up. So that's Seagrass and Mexican national team midfielder and former ASU captain Alexi Delgado chatting to me earlier this week. Make sure to check it out on our YouTube. Uh, it's a good way to, to kill 10 minutes as you're hanging around waiting for that game to kick off. There you go. And rumor has it. I mean, y- your choice is that or Alexi Lalas and Carly Lloyd. So make the right yeah. choice. That's a toughie. Well, like 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 we know, we have a uh, Fat Kid Kamita and Mr. Jose Bosch 
representing in our PHNX Rising World Cup pool could take home all the gold, man. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Coming down the wire, we're going to know. We're going to know. I got some deals to be made and all that stuff, and we'll have a winner tomorrow. But, hey, um, yeah, you know. Right, uh, I'm getting out of here. I got, I got to go get I know, a beer, I, Max. I, I, I hear you buying. I was, I was right in the process of wrapping this up. I hear you buying, Max. Anyway, appreciate everyone joining us. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday. Actually, I should say Owen will be back on Tuesday. We'll not be able to make it next week. Um, you know, got some got some fun stuff to take care of. Owen will be having a special He's going to work out how he's going to buy all of these beers. Oh, dude, yeah. Now, yeah, now I have to put out a second mortgage on my non-existent house. Yeah, to take care of all this stuff. But, hey, here we go. I can brewing my tea as we speak. Oh, dear gosh. Um, it will be a fun time, right? Join Owen on Tuesday at 6 p.m. for the usual show. Rumor has it, though, I will be back for a certain road trip to certain Las Vegas. Max is bringing beers. Actually, he shows up and doesn't have beers. Not on you the know. bus. Not 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 getting let on the bus. That's you're fair bringing them. What? Yeah, you bring you're bringing them on the bus. Oh, well, that's fine. Beers on the bus. Max is buying. Max beers. is a man of the people and will distribute beers. That's fair. I will. I am. Uh, yes, appreciate everyone joining us. There we go. We've got a commitment. Producer Jacob, please clip that one. He won't clip it. He won't. Uh, anyway, he, you will. Can, you, he totally will. Uh, all right. You guys can follow us. You already know at PHNX underscore underscore rising on Twitter because double the underscore. No, I'm not saying it tonight. Yeah, double double the disappointment. Cool. Uh, you can follow me there on Twitter. Are, you can see on the screen at Max David Simpson. At Max David Simpson. Follow Owen on Twitter. OJ Evans 18. Um, yeah, check out what we do. Again, Available everywhere, podcasts, Spotify, podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all that jazz. Uh, yeah, check out what we do. Have a lot of other great content throughout PHNX. Appreciate everyone. It's the beautiful game, but it ain't tonight, man. See you guys later. When you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. <laughs>